welcome back to Reality Graveyard, the podcast that dives deep into the land of dead reality shows. So this time we have something very special for you guys. It is the Big John interview. So first of all, we just want to say a big thank you to Big John. We had so much fun talking to Big John and he's such a nice guy. He is so fun to talk to. So Big John, thank you so much for agreeing to do this interview with us. We really enjoyed it. Also guys, we just wanted to say a big thank you to you for submitting all your questions to us. We really had fun reading through them. Um, You had some great ideas and great questions for us to ask him. So thank you guys. Now, before we start the interview, I do want to throw out a quick disclaimer. So for the most part, we did answer a very good portion of your questions. Um, There were a couple that we really wanted to ask, um, but kind of as we went on through the interview, we decided it was best to hold off on. And I'll kind of explain that. So uh, as we talked to Big John, one question that we asked was the famous what happened with Brett, Lacey, Heather, and Brandy C in his room that night. And of course, Big John, being a respectful friend to Brett, said that he could not answer that because that involves Brett's personal life. And you'll hear everything um, when you listen to the interview. So we obviously were happy with that answer. We respected that um, and decided that we just hold off on all the questions that kind of involve what went on with Brett privately um, to be respectful. So I hope you guys can all understand that and still enjoy the interview. Um, There's still so much good stuff in this interview. Uh, Big John spills a lot of tea and it was just a lot of fun to record and just to talk to Big John. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you guys ever want to ask Big John questions on your own, Big John will say in the interview as you'll hear that he is happy to answer any of your questions guys. So don't feel afraid to reach out to him. Um, Also, who knows, maybe there will be another Big John interview in the future. You never know. But in the meantime guys, please listen to the interview and enjoy it and um, let us know how you like it. Hey! How are you? Good. Are you all set? Ready to go? Yep, I'm all set. Okay. So, just a heads up, uh, if there's anything we ask that you don't want to answer, just let us know and we'll completely cut it out. It's no big deal. Um, feel free to curse. We curse a lot, unfortunately, yeah. on the show, so that's no big deal. <laughs> I, I, I listen to you guys. I was, I was actually just re- 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 recapping the uh, season one episode listening to you guys. So oh, that, really? That, that probably the most watched, well, not the most watched, but that's when everybody kind of got a taste of who I am. And yeah. Like, uh, everybody always asks about the day, and I'm like, all right, cool. No, you can ask me anything. <laughs> You could ask me to listen. I'm an open book. Oh, awesome. awesome. We're so excited. Yeah. And again, just thank you so much for doing this. Like, this is kind of like a dream, right? Yeah. I want to talk to you. <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate it. I mean, yes, it's resurgence on Hulu and some of these, uh, these other channels. And it's funny because I can always tell when people start watching it again and it starts making up this, it starts rebounding and right. resurgence because people start coming up to me and asking me, Hey, are you that guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's awesome. So, um, we all obviously know you from Rock of Love, but it sounds like you've had a really exciting life before the show. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you kind of were up to before Rock of Love? Sure, absolutely. Um, actually, been, I was in the Marine Corps from mm-hmm. 89 to 95. And thank um, you so much for your service, by the yeah. way. I mean, you're a hero to us for many reasons, yeah. but that is absolutely the biggest reason that you're mm-hmm. a hero. Oh God! The, the heroes are the ones that don't make the, don't come home or come mm. home hurt. That's yeah. absolutely. Um, no, I was in the Marine Corps from eighty nine to ninety five and was involved in the first Gulf War. Um, and with uh, Charlie Company one two, the evacuation of Afghanistan in Somalia, way before anybody even heard about Black Hawk Down or anything like that. Mm. Um, 
And then uh, I got out. I, uh, well, let me backtrack. When I was in L.A. and in the Marine Corps at Camp mm-hmm. Pendleton, I would go up to Hollywood all the time. This is, this is during the heyday of the Captain mm. Roses era. So nice. I got to see these bands when they were just starting, and I fell in love with Hollywood and um, got to see it firsthand. And I always wanted to keep in touch with those guys. And, you know, I had seen some of them, met some of them, and I wanted to keep in touch with them. And luckily, uh, when they came through Cincinnati, I was working on one of the premier music venues. So I got to rekindle some friendships and make some new ones. And uh, while I was involved in professional wrestling, the first time. And um, um, I, met, you know, I met the guys from Rat. Mm-hmm. One night they were on tour. The drummer wanted to ride back to the hotel at the front line. Um, power, except foot pumping. Um, he actually gave Bobby Botcher, the drummer, a ride back to the hotel. He just told me, ride the bus. Uh huh. <laughs> well, he met the band bus. I got on the crew bus. Awesome. At uh, Pine Knob. And uh, about two three days later, the guys got together, offered me a job. And, Throughout the years, we crossed paths with boys in, and mm-hmm. I really, uh, I really clicked with those guys at that camp, and they invited me in, and the rest is history. Wow, that's so cool! That's awesome. It kind of almost happened by accident. It yeah. sounds like yeah, kind of a right place, right time. Yeah, kind of thing. that's great. Um, so you started working with Poison then, and that's when you met Brett. Um, how did it come about that Brett wanted you to be his sidekick on Rock of Love? And what did you think when you first heard about the show? Well, it started, when I started with uh, Poison, a lot of people don't know this. I was actually a personal assistant of Ricky Rock at the drummer. Oh, okay. And for the first couple of years, I was with Ricky. And uh, things were going great. You know, I told back to see the world. And Brett had Brett and I had interacted quite a bit. Obviously, when you're when you're on tour with those guys, they interact a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, spend a lot of time at the venues and you get to know people. And uh, Brett had decided that he was going to start his solo career mm-hmm. and uh, go on this do the thing called the Songs of Life. Mm-hmm. And uh, throughout touring that summer, Brett had asked me, I guess he really uh, wants to say he saw something in me. I don't want to sound happy. <laughs> but he he saw something in me, asked me if I wanted to be his assistant and tour manager on that tour with uh, Jana Elias, and, uh, who is now his executive vice president. Hmm. And we just, uh, of course I jumped on it, because in the music business, you want to exceed and you want to go as high as you possibly can. Right. Well, I saw it as an opportunity to move up the ladder. Sure. And it was absolutely amazing. You know, that, that's when I got to see the intricacies and the details of what it takes to tour. When I got hmm. to advance the shows and collect the guarantees and, set up the writers and do everything. So um, I guess I did a good job because he kept me around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. So um, getting into Rock of Love. So the most, one of the most legendary moments is in that first season, right <laughs> off the bat, where you pick out those five women um, to kind of sing <laughs> home. <laughs> Honestly, this set the tone for the show. Yeah. And I think helped it stick out as something yeah. different and more authentic to me, at least. Yeah. Uh, but go on, Katie, absolutely. sorry. So um, one of our listeners, Official Barbie Privilege, kind of wanted you to kind of tell us about that and if it was your choice or if the producers asked you to do it. Here's the way it went down. <laughs> when, we first, when we first got to the, the set, Mark Cronin, the uh, producer, mm-hmm. or John, sorry, he was the director. Mark Cronin, the director, 
said, hey, listen, we have 25 girls. we got to eliminate five of them right now. I said, don't. <laughs> they, and I both were like, don't you dare. <laughs> One of the things was, is going into this show, Brett had been approached by VH1. Um, and because of the success of Flavor of Love with, right. with, uh, with Flavor Flav, mm-hmm. who's an awesome guy, by the way. Oh, really? Um, I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah, I just went out to dinner with him a few months ago when I, I was out in Vegas. And we went out no to kidding. Dinner awesome. Well, that's great. It, Oh, so, so cool. And he's exactly what you see on TV. And that's the great <laughs> thing about these reality shows, because when Brett was approached by VH1, he said, I want to make this as real mm. and as, I don't want to say believable. I want the people to understand, one, who I am. I want it to be yeah. real. Yeah. And he said, so I want John to be part of this, uh-huh. which completely shocked me because we have a chemistry, but I never expected to show the world. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, so he told him, he said, I'm going to do this, but John has to be involved. So they made him, they made, you know, um, they made it work. No. And uh, when we when we showed up, the director, Mark Cronin, says, we got 25 bills, we want to take 20. we got to get rid of five of them. Well, how, how do you want to do this? And Brett and I were like, don't you dare. <laughs> what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to do what I do. <laughs> yes. So a little, a little known thing was that at that time, uh, VH1 only agreed to, I think, six or seven episodes. Really? And, like, a, you know, we're going to do a, a pilot and then mm-hmm. see what the bar's ratings. Right. Well, you know, Brett introduces himself, turns it over to me. I give my little speech on, you know. And it's the real, it's the real deal. I mean, it's yeah. just like living on the floor bus, just like we went in season three. We have our set ways, we have our set, you know, uh, ideologies and guidelines. You're not going to do this. Please don't do this. Please don't do that. <laughs> no, nope, don't puke in the jacuzzi. <laughs> don't puke in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, yes. You had mentioned something once before about uh, me being like a jack of all trades. You know, you know, that's part of that's part of the road life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You got, you know, a couple people living on a bus. You have to remain clean, or everybody's going to get sick. So yeah, I did the cleaning. I did the. I sometimes did the cooking, sometimes which probably wasn't that good. Oh, <laughs> but, I bet it was. <laughs> you know, you do it all, and sure. everybody shares in the responsibilities, and that's what makes it work. Of course, for television, I wanted to, because I, I really got excited. There was nothing was off off limits. I said, "Yeah, you can. I'll be cleaning the toilet, the showers, <laughs> vacuum, whatever you want me to do. I just wanted to build the book because I was getting excited, and I, I was like, okay, this is an opportunity for something." Yeah. So um, I come out and uh, I was looking at the girls and uh, don't don't take this wrong. They were all beautiful. I yes. Them yes. Nothing been spoken yet except Brett, I think. Um, but they were all beautiful and you know they all seemed to fit in. But I picked five of the ones that either just one looked like a I can't even remember some of their names. <laughs> um, the library and, and I was like, you just don't look like you up to this lifestyle. You know, right, it's, right. It's, it's crazy. One just wasn't up to par physically or <laughs> life. Right. And then I just randomly picked the other three. There was no rhyme or reason. Really? Oh my goodness. That's so I, interesting. One of, one of the ones that I regret not picking, or I regret picking, her name was Kimberly. And oh. she had dark hair, and, yes. and she gorgeous, gorgeous uh-huh. girl. And I actually talked to her after the show aired. Really? Uh, the, the, the whole season. And I found out more about her. 
I had this idea that she was like some, you know, she just wasn't up to this lifestyle and she wasn't going to make it and she was going to get easily offended and, mm-hmm. you know, want to go home. Quite the opposite. This girl had lived a, a rock star's life and a life that was just beyond mine. Really? And yeah. I think it was really good. So I regret making that decision yeah. uh, because I think she really would have done good and gone far. Mm. I really do. That's so really? interesting. Yeah, no, that's great to hear just kind of the behind the scenes about yeah. that because honestly to me that, that scene just sticks out so oh, clearly yeah. and I don't <laughs> well, know. You know what's funny is when we got done with that and you know obviously when you're filming you gotta cut and move the cameras and do this. Sure. Mm-hmm. When I walked back into the house the director looked at me and he goes do you know what you just did? And I was like, because <laughs> you became the biggest villain in reality. Oh. <laughs> no way. Uh, no. I was yeah. kind of like, okay, cool. You know, I, was like, <laughs> I, I, I like that title. And uh, by the end of the, the filming of the first day, VH1 had committed to another, I think it was what, seven episodes, I think 13 altogether. That's wow. awesome. That's amazing. So they, they immediately saw what they had and they jumped on the opportunity yeah. because they were like, if this, is, if this is the way it's going to be, we're going, we're going with this. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and I think the chemistry with you and Brett helped, helped that and the authenticity you have in the music industry, yeah. being a tour manager, like your that experience probably helped a lot to bring so much to the show and we're so happy. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know, if you want Flavor Love or some of these other ones or... Um, I can't think of any other ones. But if you watch, like, but he had, uh, I think his slash whatever was Rick. Right. And mm-hmm. he never talked, never did anything. He was he was kind of guided. And, right. and, and maybe, that, maybe that's just, uh, you know, no one plays that the way it is. Mm-hmm. Because play, he, uh, he's very outspoken and very, you know, set in his ways and <laughs> no kind of guide people as far as what he wants. With Brett and I, it was... The best thing is, is we had been together for year, a couple of years prior, touring with Poison and everything else. We get to know each other on the road. I was um, not involved, but I was a big part of, you know, his life when Rain and Georgia were born. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we were good, the bad, the ugly, everything. Sure. And by doing that, it definitely leads to a more realistic or believable character on that show because basically we lived our lives yeah yeah so one of the ladies that you picked to eliminate um (laughs) in that first episode was tiffany um (laughs) if you remember her (laughs) how do i forget (laughs) um and so oh that episode is so great because you decided to give her a second chance. And we're so glad you did, by the way, because we just love her on the show. Um, you know what? I am, too. I, I, I really am. I mean, it turned out not for the best, but it is what it is. Right. <laughs> um, but one of the things was so funny. When she came back to the door, she was knocking, and she kept talking about how she had a hat made for the show. <laughs> And we wanted to know if you ever saw that hat. Remember that? I, I never did see the damn hat. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know what the hell. You know what? I don't know what she was talking about. <laughs> oh, that's I, so need to, I need to figure it out. Maybe I need to somehow get a hold of her. What's this damn hat? Yeah, we, yes. we want to see it. We want to see it. <laughs> but um, was it kind of your choice then to let her back on? What made? What convinced was, you to do it so? Was and and, and everybody. Uh, everybody left it up to me. Mm. They were like, you know what? 
you did what you did, and I'm I'm all believe me, I'm all about taking chances, as many chances yeah, as I've, sure. I've had. Because there there were plenty of times that I've screwed up and made mistakes, and you know not not followed the, the routine or whatever, and made mistakes and gotten my ass chewed for it and everything else. <laughs> I'm all about second chances. Yeah. Second chances, you know, you, you know, especially if you fought for, which you did, mm-hmm. you know. So they were like, you know you make the decision. So I went out there and I listened to her and I listened to her and I got a big bleeding heart anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, oh, I hate making people cry or making people upset. He yeah. said, you would never think that. But I, I got this soft side of me and the more she tried to convince me, the more I was like, yeah, you know what? I've had second chances. Go sure. ahead. Just the right. <laughs> Well, we're so glad yes. you did because that night she, she added was, a lot to the show. She got a little out of control, but she was so funny. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. So, what is probably one of the most ridiculous things that you've had to do during the filming of Rock of Love? Deal with Lacey's parents. Really? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, first of all, dealing with Lacey and, and when we were in Vegas, and she oh. just got hammered. Yes, mm-hmm. that, just watch that one. I just, uh, you know, far be it for me to be judgmental because I, I drank and all that stuff back then too. Mm-hmm. But good God! And then her parents come in on the when we have the uh, the uh, the episode where the parents come in, and mm-hmm. you know, I think we were down to the final six or four or something, mm-hmm. right? And uh, her parents came in, and I was just like, Jesus, you're as bad or worse than the kid. <laughs> you know, the, the weird thing is, is that, that my emotions were real in, the, in season one. Yeah. When, uh, when you just you could just see the disgust for Lacey towards me. Yeah. And I really thought that I did not like her. And wow. she And the funny thing is, is she, she had this personality that was so good for reality TV. Yes. Everyone loved to hate them. Mm-hmm. Yes. But in, in reality, after, after shows and after spending some time in LA and going back and, you know, doing reunion shows, I really got to know Lacey as a person uh, other than that character mm-hmm. or whatever she tried to personify on the show. And she is an absolutely amazing, dedicated person who I respect mm. 100%. Wow. She really is. That's, That's awesome. so good to hear. But yeah. that, that episode in Vegas was so funny because <laughs> she was out of control and you had to carry her back to her room. And it, the scene is so funny because it looks like you're almost gagging because I, I, it looked like maybe she threw up or something. But yeah. is that what happened? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What you didn't did see, there's, there's a... Uh, oh, God. I can't believe I'm going to tell you this. Ooh. There's a... Uh, part where we were standing at the elevators uh-huh. and then I was trying and I just got sick of carrying her so I stood I set her down and she was you know kind of standing up kind of falling kind of standing up kind of sure. falling and I got to the point where I was like you know what and I I thought they used this on the show but they were probably too mean I held her up and I looked at the camera guy and I was like watch this and I let her go she just wham just like a tree <laughs> Oh my I gosh. Like, I broke the back. And I was like, oh my God. 
was like, I'm, I'm going to hell for this one. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You got her back safe, and that's yeah. all that matters. But yeah, her parents were something else. I mean, the way Otis talked to Brett, I think her dad's name was Otis, the yeah, questions I, he asked, and oh, it was intense. I definitely, and I was thinking, you know, and it was, it was around the dinner table. Yeah. It was when we went to, I think, did Lacey go to the Rainbow? Or was that Heather? I go think to, Heather went to the Rainbow. I can't remember. But it was just his persona. He he came through the door with this attitude. Like, yeah. he was just somebody. And I'm like, look, guy, I've been around people that are millionaires and multimillionaires mm-hmm. and Brett's way up. You know, Brett, God only knows what Brett's worth. Right, but yeah. I'm like... Who, just because you own a company, I don't. That doesn't make you better than anyone. No, exactly. And, and he just came in like peacocking, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, really? I was like, you have no idea what's good for you. He's <laughs> <laughs> about your daughter. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh god. So you know, the, and then he wants to he wants to play daddy and and protect his daughter. I need to talk to you about what my daughter's been doing, and I'm like. Right. Oh my gosh, that scene. Oh so my goodness. Good. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so what would you say are some of your favorite challenges that you remember the most from the show? Um obviously the mud bowl. Yes. I love oh that yes, iconic. They, they, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. To watch these girls like play football and you know, I got to play referee, but it was it yeah. was cool. Well, um, my favorite, my absolute favorite would have been um, let's see. Did we do the paintball on the first one? Well, I think that was the second season yeah. with Jessica. <laughs> yes, and okay. I remember yeah. we got to see your skills, <laughs> your sniping skills. The, yeah, on the first season, I think, let's see, what did we do for challenges? We did the mother. There was a tour bus the, challenge, which we loved, because you were uh, pretty involved that was, in that one. That was great. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, <laughs> I, I, Jesus, I would have to say my favorite would have been, you know what, I wasn't really involved in this one, but I'll tell you what was a good one, was when they had to make the album covers. Yes, that's a great one. I think that's the first time that they had to work together, Mm -hmm. as opposed to working each other, and they had to come up and use, use the front imagination. Yeah, absolutely. I wasn't so much involved in that one. I got to, uh, I got to sit back and watch, and I loved it because there was some serious bitter arguing mm-hmm. when they were doing this, and you could see who was creative and who really was fighting for that top position. Oh, yeah. and who would be sitting back trying to get the stripper any up. <laughs> no, I love that one. Yeah, as that was well. a good one. That was really good. Brandy. Yes, Brandy dressed as a man <laughs> <laughs> with the. Uh, the only reason she was there was she was trying to get some appearance money and trying to up her stripper money. Really? Anybody, anybody, anybody who puts their boobs against somebody else and says we think better with our boobs together. Oh, that Brandy, yes. Gotcha. Sorry, I, love, I love Brett to death, but I'm not going to stick my junk up against it and say, hey, we think better. <laughs> I would love that, though, by the way. That would be great. <laughs> So, speaking of, like, Brandy C., what are some of the craziest moments you remember from the show? What did Was she involved well, in a lot of them? Made, I'll tell you one that never made the TV. The oh. very first night. The very, very first, first night when we were having a house party. Uh, 
um, after the camera shut off, everybody stayed and kept drinking, and we were all running around the house. And Well, they were all running around the house. I was trying to keep order. <laughs> but, you know, when the cameras went off, I started, I drank a little bit, too. When we were sitting there, and um, there was one point where I guess I had had too much, and I something fell into the damn hot tub, and I went to get it out, and I actually fell into the hot tub. <laughs> oh, no. Why didn't we get to see that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> from some of our listeners and you just said Brandy C it sounds like hit on you but did any of the other ladies ever hit on you were you ever interested in any of them in season two um in season two I started dating Court after the show was over a few months later wow really so was she the one the marry me yeah yes (laughs) (laughs) she was so cute though we didn't get to see too much of her but she was beautiful Yes, she was. We, you know, things just didn't work out between us. Yeah. Um, sure, sure. Obviously, I was touring. Um, she was. I think she was from Atlanta. She was. She had her own band. Oh um, wow! Another, another couple of girls, and uh, she was trying to make that work and everything else. And it was just, it was too much strain. Her the, the quote unquote relationship or whatever was taking too much out of me on the road, and I was focused more on her. I didn't like to uh, to have that happen because I was I was so into what I was doing with mm-hmm. Brett. Yeah. I started to take away from it and started yeah. to affect my work and my job. I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Right. But sometimes yeah. things happen, though, and feelings just come up, you know? Yeah. So that's understandable. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, another question that kind of a lot of our listeners want to know, um, and it's okay if you don't want to answer this, but um, do you know what happened in the room when Brett went in his room with Heather, Brandy C, and Lacey in season one? Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I do, but I, that's one that I can't answer. That. That's fine. Yeah. We understand. Fine. Understandable. <laughs> if it was me, I'd tell you every detail. Right. But... <laughs> No worries. Okay, so next. Um, which season was your favorite to film, would you say? The third. Third really? one? Yeah, that one was the third fun. One it was, by the time we got to the third one, the, the ladies that were involved had already seen the first two, mm-hmm. and they wanted to outdo it, and they wanted to see more um, smart, if you will. Uh-huh. I, I, think, I, I think one of the things that, that Brett and I agreed on was that, see, Brett loves coming from Pittsburgh, he loves Pittsburgh, Ohio, Indiana, the Midwest, mm-hmm. and uh, we we had talked, and he I said, Dude, we really need to get more girls from the Midwest, mm-hmm. and he and I had, had, had discussed that, and uh, I said, because what, what's happening is you're getting all these L.A. strippers, 
Yeah. That cooled out from under a rock or got hit with one. <laughs> and they're not real. And <laughs> you know that they're not real right from jump. Yeah. Right. So he had, he had the audition teams and everybody go back to the Midwest, go into bars, go into restaurants, go into different areas. Mm-hmm. And I think the third season is a little bit more down to earth, hmm. a little bit more believable because the women are smart. They have educations. They're, they're career driven. And, you know, you had Taya who was penthouse center full of the year. Right. You had Mindy, you had Mindy who are already was on her way to a wonderful career mm-hmm. in, in fashion design and everything else. Um, and her, you know, her sister was part, her twin sister was on Survivor. So she knew what reality television was all about. Wow. You I don't know, know if I knew that. You know, you had all these girls, Beverly, she yes. had two daughters. So she was a mother. So she was a little bit more, you know, put together. And, and mm-hmm. I think the third season itself, there were a few that stood out, but I think the third season itself, you had more of a fam- not, not family type show. I'm going to say that. You had more of a. Uh, a compatibility. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so out of the three winners, Jess, Amber, and Taya, um, who do you think was the best for Brett? Hmm, that's hard because I love all three of them. I've kind of I've kind of lost contact with with them. Mm-hmm. There's still there's still some girls that I'll, I'll talk to once in a while. Heather, I love I we love Heather. We love, love Heather. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear you guys are still in touch. Yeah. That's so awesome. She went out, you know, she was living in Vegas, and she's uh, back in Ohio. She's one of the top real estate agents, and, and she went and got a real estate license. She's one of the top real estate agents in, in the state of Ohio, and I don't know where she ranks nationally, but she's really good. That's amazing. So she's sure doing great. helps her. Um, but as well as the three winners, um, I really, really, really like Jess. I mm, did. Yeah. I did. I, when they did the reunion show and the truth came out, that you know, she's like, you should have picked Heather. I didn't lose any respect for her. Mm. I, I still think she's a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I kind of shied away because I know that that kind of, you know, threw me for a loop, to tell you the sure. truth. Yeah. So, I was, you know, you, you kind of get this defense mechanism up. Yeah. Um, Amber, what an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. I haven't talked to her in years, but she was, I, I, I want to say, isn't she a teacher? She might be. I don't know if she's a teacher or if she's a... I don't know what she's doing now, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, but Taya and I got really, really close. Uh, we did mm-hmm. some personal appearances together after the show. Mm-hmm. So I got to know her away from the show. And she, I absolutely adore her. I really do. She, she's a, she had a, a great run in Vegas, and I think she's still out in Vegas doing showgirls stuff. Cool. Uh, she was a professional, but she's the kind of girl that we would sit around and... She was just one of the guys. We could yeah. talk. She could talk about anything, and I could talk about anything, and we just we just became really, really good friends. That's so cool. That's good to hear. Love that. Yeah, of all three, I think Tay is the or not Tay. I think yeah, I think Tay is the one that I you would pick. that I like the most. Yeah. yeah. When it came down to like elimination time, did you ever help Brett with his decisions, and did you ever disagree with him? Absolutely. Really. Absolutely. You know, I uh. We would sit, a lot of times we'd get back in his room or we'd sit off the bus or we'd alone or we'd sit somewhere. And we'd go, we would, you know, obviously throughout the week had discussions and jokes and 
mm-hmm. things like that. But when it came down to the nuts and bolts, we would sit down and we would, he's like, what do you think about so-and-so? And I'm like, well, you know, she's kind of timid, you know, like uh-huh. I'll give you, I'll give you a prime example in the first season. One of, my, one of my favorite people of the first season was Sam. Oh, the girl me too. <laughs> I love Sam mm-hmm. because I talked to her away from, from Brett and I could see a different side of it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I absolutely adored her, but I was like, he's like, early on, they wanted to get rid of her. Wow. And Brett, Brett was like, you know, let's, let's, let's get rid of this one. This, and she doesn't talk. I was like, no, 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 no. Give her a chance. Yeah, I was that's like, awesome. I, think really gonna, I said, I really think you're going to be surprised when this this force field goes down. Mm-hmm. And it, they wound up being really cool together. Yeah, oh. I think they had such real chemistry. Yeah. And she was just such an yeah, interesting person. Amazing. Once she let her guard down. Yes. And I and I get it. You know, you don't want to look like a fool on TV. You right. don't want to, you know you're competing with all these girls and you think rock star lifestyle, this is what they're used to, this is what they want. Why, how could they ever want me? Lo and behold, she wound up, like when he had to, when he decided to let her go and uh, he had to make that decision, he really kind of was apprehensive about it. He really yeah. was. He really liked it. He was, she was cool. Yeah. She was special, I we think. We liked her yeah, a lot. We really liked her a lot on this show, but I'm so glad you, you kept her, you helped keep her around longer. Yeah. That's so cool to oh, hear. Yeah, I, 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 I'll be honest with you, I wanted, uh, I wanted Sam to win. I yeah. tell you the truth. You know, when, when, when Brett's dating someone or, or whatever, they come out on the road with this, they live with this, they stay on the mm-hmm. You know, I got to interact with them as much as Brett does. Um, <laughs> and I, I could really see um, spending time on the road and like actually getting to know Sam yeah. away from television. Right. As a matter of fact, I went up to Chicago to visit her uh, one time. I was up yeah. in Chicago and I went out of my way and she was working at a bar and I t- and one of the girls from the show, Mia, yes. told me, she met me um, down at Russian Division. I said, I want to go see Sam. She goes, I know exactly where she works. <sighs> So we got it. I think we got in a cab then. I don't think they had Uber or anything like that. <laughs> so we go out to this bar, and it's a little like kind of like um, rockabilly bar. It was really cool. And I said, "Don't tell her that we're coming. Don't tell anybody." You know, they were friends. So I just come in the bar in the front door, and she's sitting there behind the bar, and she's serving drinks. And I forgot what I said. She heard my voice, and she looks up, and she was like. Oh my God! She goes running over and gives me a It was, it was. You know, I made a lot of really good um, friends. Yeah. Of, of all the girls from the seasons, I really did. I got, I got to say that. That's so cool. I love to hear that. That just warms my heart. Yeah. <laughs> what sucks? Well, you know what sucks is life happens, and mm-hmm. they move on with their careers, and you move on with yours, and you know you don't speak as much, or you might say hey on Facebook once in a while, or see one of their posts or something, but. You know, I, I honestly could say that there's not one girl from any of those seasons, except for Corey, that I don't want to talk to or, or keep in touch with. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, except for who? Corey. The one that oh, I- oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes okay. sense. <laughs> well, that's so good to hear. <laughs> yeah. So we've got a question for you, Big John. 
Would you ever be interested in being the star of your own dating show? Have you ever thought about that before? Well, now that I'm, now that I'm divorced, I, I would. Oh, yeah. really? Yes. <laughs> the weird thing is, is to do one of those shows, you have to have something to offer. You know what I mean? There's got to be a, there's got to be an interest and everything like that. I would do it in a heartbeat. I would do it a little bit different. Uh-huh. Um, more like a bachelor kind of show. Right. Where it's not as cheesy. Right, Jesus. right. I would have to do it. Um, you know, it, I would do it, but there would have to be some some different qualities to the show. Um, you know, everybody thinks, and I'm going to speak third person here because, it, you know, everybody thinks Big John's is hard, you know, security, bodyguard, blah, blah, blah. Right. There's a side of me that a lot of people don't see. A lot of people don't see. And there's this soft teddy bear side that loves kids. Uh-huh. And I, I, I could sit and, sit and, you know, it's funny because now I'm back involved with professional wrestling. And I got little kids running up to me all the time. Oh, my God, Big John, you, can, can I have my picture? Can I have a uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And like, <laughs> it, it, it breaks my heart because... You know, I'm one of these mean, evil little bastards in the rest in wrestling, <laughs> but they love to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Really kind of cool. yeah. That means there's something uh, special about you. I that's exactly it. I have to show show whoever was involved with the dating show. I have to show the women that there's a different side of me. You know, I don't drink anymore. I don't do drugs. I don't do which probably loses half the audience right there. <laughs> but. <laughs> There's there's a there's a different side of me that people very rarely see, and I think that would that in itself would create the uh, the uh, interest in the show. Like like holy hell, he's lived this life, and he's done. He's been lucky enough to do the things that he's done, but he still remains in the Midwest in his hometown, and you know still takes his mom to the doctor and everything like that, you know, there's, no, there's nothing special about me or my lifestyle. No, I agree. That would be awesome. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it a bit. And yeah. I picture, just bear with me, um, a wrestling theme dating show, Love in the Ring, maybe, <laughs> where you can well, have, have to be, you know what, that was, me and Sean, uh, we're talking the other day, Sean Casey, not partner in wrestling, um, we said if we ever did a reality show, um, one of the challenges would have to be the girls would have to go with Shauna Reed, who's part of the five. I'm part of this organization called the Five Most One. Right. And uh, they'd have to go with Shauna for a week or something to learn how to wrestle, and they would have to uh, wrestle for you know to win the challenge. Oh whatever. yes, right. that'd be awesome. They would have to partake in it. Yeah. Well, you don't understand it unless you do it. So get in there and do it. Right. That would be great. That'd be so I would, fun to watch. I would love to watch that. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So before we kind of wrap things up, we just have a few um, questions from some of our listeners that submitted questions on Instagram. So one, yeah, one is from 2000s Reality TV on Instagram. They asked, who do you think Brett should have chosen on each season? Like, do you think that you were happy with his choices? Is there anyone else that you think would have been better? Even though I know the outcome, the first season I still would have picked Jess. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Now, honestly, I would say Jess or, do you remember Magdalena? Yes. The ball girl? Oh, yeah. Legs. I was hoping that he would get rid of her because I wanted to date her. Oh. She was such an amazing person. She really was. Really? And we sat and talked and 
and we, you know, there was something about her that caught my eye, and I was like, ah, don't cross the line, don't cross the line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my goodness. He was an amazing, amazing person, and yeah. I think it was her accent that just kept drawing me in. Oh, yeah, uh, that sexy accent. <laughs> but uh, first season, I still, I, I, I think he made the right decision. Mm-hmm. Second season, um, Amber, yes, absolutely. Okay. I, I wish it would have worked out. I wish it would have worked out between them. I wish it would have had more time. Third mm-hmm. season, he picked what Taya. I, I really think that as much as I love Taya, I think he should have picked Mindy. Mm. Wow. I think a lot of people probably agree yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that Mindy was. Uh, God, how do I say this without offending Taya? <laughs> Less. Less what? Mindy. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She seemed very just real and yeah. authentic. She's, you know, country everything girl. about Mindy, everything about Mindy was real and from the heart and everything else. And I think when she, when when the announcement was made, everyone, Mindy really took it hard. Mm-hmm. I actually, you know, I, I felt bad for her because I really, I even wanted her to win. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that it would continue on the day no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, so another question we got from Throwbacks of Reality TV Clips was, have you ever whooped someone's ass while on tour? <laughs> Vince Neil, lead singer of Motley Oh, really? my gosh. Wow. And I, I've tried to make amends, and I've tried to reach out and, 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 you know, try to clear the air. He's never, he refuses to talk to me. He refuses oh my to bring gosh. it forth. Can so we hear I'll the story behind that? that? He, got, he got all liquored up on night in Champaign, Illinois. And it, Vince is the greatest person when he's sober. Mm-hmm. Absolute great person. But when he drinks, he turns into the biggest asshole you can ever be. <laughs> so all over some girls on the poison tour, he comes over and he starts lipping off to Brett about some girls or something. They were supposed to be with him or somebody mm-hmm. in his band, whatever. And he starts getting all loud and obnoxious and he's drunk and out of his out of his mind. And he reaches over and he, he, he like he goes, and you got this psycho marine and he hits me <gasps> in the chest. And instantaneously, I uppercut him, beat the shit out of him, <gasps> the rest of the thing. And I said, don't you ever put your hands on me again. And I mean, I, I felt bad because he really got hurt. Wow. And I reached out, you know, a couple of years later and tried to make amends. And Dana Strong's guitar player said, absolutely not. He doesn't want to talk to you. And uh, I had Scotty, Scotty Love, who was told with Poison for years, who's now a manager in the music business. He reached out. I've had several people reach out say, hey, you mm-hmm. know what, John would like to make amends. And mm-hmm. He has no interest in it, so neither do I. Wow. I understand why Tommy hates him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a great story, yeah, though. A, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next is from Millionaire Boy on Instagram. He wants to know if when things got out of control on the show, were you the one that just stepped right in, or did the producers have to tell you, Big John, or did Brett have to tell you, you need to go step in and get this under control? You know what? All three of the, all of the above. Okay. Uh, <laughs> most, most of the time, I stepped in mm-hmm. because I like, I like order and chaos, and I, 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 I like making order out of chaos. Yeah. Let me remember. And when it started, when when I had to pull them in and get the rings pulled in, there were a lot of times that I knew that Brett was doing something or it wasn't good timing, and it would get out of control. And I'm like, you know what, ladies, reel it in, and <laughs> shut it down. Shut it right. down. And there were other times that um, the producers are saying, hey, <laughs> there were arguments and fights on the bus. 
in, in the third season. And one of those fights was caused was caused by me. <laughs> I actually took up on the bus in the middle of the night and turned the heat up to about 90. Oh, they, were, oh my God. They, were, they were being too nice to each other. <laughs> so I was like, I've got to create a fight. So I was like, you know, there's cameras everywhere. So somebody's got this on camera. Yeah. But nobody oh really was sleeping and everything. The night crew or whatever was filming. And I snuck up on the girl's bus and I turned the heat up. The bus is, snuck up to the, and I turned the heat up to about 90. And I just waited for the fire. <laughs> oh, that would have gotten me ready to fight. I mean, that is brilliant. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I know it. Oh my gosh. So another. There's a side of me that people don't see. I can have fun too. Oh yeah. We can see that. <laughs> Okay, we got this question from Dolphin underscore on Instagram. Um, and they asked, did you really mean the pep talk you gave Kelsey on Rock of Love Bus? If you remember, she was kind of having a breakdown. What's that? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I did. Because we were in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. We were in Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, I, I told the girls ahead of time, I said, this is going to be your first time at a show and being introduced and everything. You're going to be on the side. Please. Then it's one of the times I had to reel them in. Yeah. It's funny. Two questions go together. I said, <laughs> yeah, I want you to have fun. Brett wants you to have fun, but do not get out of control because it's right. a direct reflection of Brett in the yeah. show. And she got drunk and she got all emotional and she wanted to start acting the way she was doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, who was it? was her and Sarah, I yes, think, that I could over the bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did not love them anymore. I told you not to act like whores, and that's exactly what you did. <laughs> and, yeah. and Kelsey had a, she just melted down. And what like I said, there's a soft side of me, too, that everybody deserves second chances. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, when I sat there and talked to her, you know, she, she wanted to go home. She wanted this. Don't give up. Don't quit. Mm-hmm. You, if you quit, you, you know, you, you sealed your fate. Right. And uh, I said, nobody's blaming just you. No, you know, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I, I wanted her to know that I didn't hate her. I didn't want her gone. Brett doesn't want her gone. It was just, she, it was one of those nights, and far be it for me to say anything about her somebody, but um, I wanted her to know that she still had a place, mm. but she had to separate herself from Brandy, or who, what, what the hell were their names? Farah and Ashley, the, I think, Farrah probably. Yeah. <laughs> the Blontrage. Yeah, that's right. And said, if you want any kind of individuality and you want a shot at this, you got to get away from these yeah. two. Yeah, that's true. You know, there, there's a little bond going on here, and eventually it's going to come down to the two of them and watch how quick they turn on each other. Oh, yeah, and exactly. And I'll be if they didn't turn on her. Just like a week later. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's going to happen. They're going to cut mm-hmm. me loose and they're going to beat me this person. That's exactly what they did. So um, next is from Twisted underscore on my 69. <laughs> they asked, um, what are some of your fondest... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's funny. Um, what are some of your fondest memories working with Rat, Poison, Cinderella, and Kid Rock? Uh, okay, Rat would have been... My fondest memory would have been that's where my career started. Mm, you know, gotcha. and I still talk yeah. to Steven. I still, even though there was friction in the rat camp, I still talk to Steven and Blotzer. I don't, I don't really talk to Warren ever unless I, unless they're doing a show and I'll say, hey, and you know, Warren likes to talk and put the stuff and 
very intrigued with that. So we got a, we, we had a very big discussion when I was working with them. Uh, Cinderella, those guys, they're my family. Mm-hmm. They really are. I mean, way before I started working for Rat or Poison or anybody, Cinderella brought me into their camp, and Fred and you know Fred invited me down to Nashville when he was living in Nashville. They kind of showed me the ropes, and it was funny because a uh, few years later, when Poison was living with Cinderella, uh, Fred made a comment, and Jeff made a comment. They're like, "Look at this!" They're like, "We kind of showed you the ropes, and now you're running the show." They're like, "It's good, <laughs> you know." They, they were very proud. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it sounds egotistical, and I'm sorry. No, no not at all. Not at all. Watching me grow and, and, you know, take the horse by the reins and actually mm-hmm. being a, uh, somewhat of a decision maker. Yeah. So they, they were proud of that. Poison, what, what can I say? I mean, I'm so blessed that I got to work with these guys because mm-hmm. one, they're still pulling. And two, they're, they're, you know, they're one of the most successful rock bands in, of yeah. that era. And... I, I'm honored because I, I, they let me, they allowed me to become like the fifth Beatle. You know, I talked <laughs> oh. to Ricky, I talked to Cece, I talked to Brett. Yeah. And people who talk about poison, inevitably my name will come up. And I'm so humbled because of that, yeah. because I'm just a small town kid from Cincinnati who mm-hmm. never, if you would have told me 40 years ago that I'm going to be working for poison and rat and Cinderella and these guys, I would have kicked you. <laughs> <laughs> and to, to come home here to Cincinnati and people talk about poison and like, oh yeah, you know, Big John this and I'm listening because I look, you know, people still question, but you know, you got radio DJs and stuff, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, Big John, he lives here, blah blah. I'm like, my name is associated with poison. That's kind of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and Kid Rock. He, he was just absolutely amazing. Bobby, Bobby Ritchie, there's Bobby Ritchie and there's The Rock. Mm-hmm. Bobby Ritchie was the guy who did it until showtime. Or, you know, about an hour. I, I watched the transformation every night from Bobby Ritchie to Kid Rock. Bobby Ritchie is one of the most loyal, down-to-earth, family-oriented guys that you could ever meet. Kid Rock loves to party. <laughs> and we had, we had some knockdown, drag-out parties. And, you know, he... he care of his crew he took care of me um almost the same as Brett did you know what I mean yeah. it's, 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 the, those two, working with those two was absolutely amazing but Kid Rock took the cake I mean it, it also caused a lot of problems in my personal life because when I was working with Kid Rock there was a lot of drinking hmm. a, a lot of other party favors right. <laughs> and I I became very um very enthusiastic for the party and not mm-hmm. to work. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but I still, I, I, I absolutely love that guy to death and I would still take a bullet for him. Mm, that's awesome. So one of the last questions we've got from uh, one of our listeners, it's from George, George, George. <laughs> um, and they want to know who was the craziest girl on Rock of Love, would you say? The craziest? <laughs> no, <it's... laughs> oh, God. How many of them were there? Um, <laughs> Tiffany. Uh, on, the first, <laughs> on the first season of yep, the Tiffany. Yep. Yes. We love uh, Tiffany. Uh, the second season, the second season, uh, Jesus, that's that's hard because there was some weird one going on. You know yeah. what? It got crazy it on did. season two. It did. <laughs> it really, I, I mean, there was some... Uh, we had this girl 
Uh, I can't remember her name. She didn't even make it through the first episode. She was so hammered. Oh, oh yes, yes. I can't remember her name either, but she went to I bed remember. and Brett eliminated her. <laughs> she didn't make it to elimination. She was trashed on the, on the couch, missed elimination. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember her name. I, I, I can't, can't either. Oh, no, me. I feel so bad. Oh, well. We'll look into it. Uh, we'll look into it. <laughs> she was one of, you know, the second season, I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit under the weather, if you will, that's only really heavy because my dad had, had started to get sick. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, it was one of those things where I was there, but I wasn't really there. You know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't so I wasn't so much into the second season. Third season, uh, I would say Brandy, not Brandy, but uh, Farrah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's, I'm going to say Farrah and Nasty because they, the two equaled one. They were just out of, I, yeah. I did not like either of them yeah but Farah, Farah, you know she was a little bit dirty. ashley was just annoying as hell <laughs> Farah had a Farah had a reason and i like i said it was to create a bond with somebody so she felt safe right and at any given moment she would have cut her loose and fed her to the sharks yeah she had a plan mm. ashley was an airhead <laughs> All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps things up. Is there anything you want to tell us, like what you're up to yeah, now? Yeah, what are you, you up to anything? now? Uh, well, now I'm uh, I'm back into wrestling. I work mm-hmm. with Five Most Wanted on the independent circuit. Uh, but we, uh, you know, Sean Casey and I, we uh, and Cody Hawk and Shauna Reed and David J. David J. is an actual uh, Hollywood agent. So we've mm-hmm. done the five of us of all the movies. We just did The Public, which was released. Uh, Billy Westerf has directed that, and then we just did a couple other movies wow. called Donnie Brook, which is uh, I, I don't know if that's out yet or not. I just finished one up last year with Frank Carrillo, um yeah. and Anthony Mackie. That was called uh, Point Blank. Oh, cool. I played an, an undercover cop in that movie. It's just it's it's really like only like a two minute spin half in a cameo. It was hey, so cool. worth it to me, definitely. <laughs> um, you know, we've we've gotten into the movie scene, Sean, uh, the the five of us continue to wrestle around the country and around the world. Shauna leaves for London Wednesday. Oh, awesome. um, we've, we've actually, even at my age, we've actually really made a uh, big impression. You know, we have, we have negotiations with major organizations. I'm, I'm not at liberty to say mm-hmm. who. Right. But they, they just recently came about, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, the competition with the WWE. Wow. Yeah. We've, uh, we've actually, Sean's been in the WCW for 22 years. Cody has as well. Cody's actually, uh, in running for, to become a trainer down at the Performance Center for the WWE. That's so Shauna is, Shauna has, uh, has been on WWE numerous times. Mm-hmm. And she's actually being considered for, uh, for WWE placement and being put on her roster. Um, uh-huh. I'm kind of just in the background, hoping and praying that I, I get as lucky as I did in the music business. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Well, that's so I'm exciting. Like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. Well, that's great. We're so happy to hear that you're yeah. doing well and doing something you love. And I mean, this has been yeah, such a absolutely. pleasure talking to you. I yeah, can't it's even, been awesome. I can't thank you enough. We can't thank we you guess. enough. This has been so oh, much I can't fun. Thank you. It, it, it's amazing to me that this show still gets this kind of uh, this kind of following and reaction, and I'm <laughs> I'm honored that you guys still want to talk to me. Oh, yeah, so, so much! 
Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, is do you, can, where can we find you on Instagram? I mean, we follow you. Is it uh, Big John Thirty Three? Is that right? Three, three, three. I think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> sure we get it right <laughs> i don't even know first of all how do i find it here yeah. <laughs> i can find it oh, there we go. it's big john 333 all right so i can be followed there and um any interaction anybody wants to give her and tell, tell your listeners too if, if they have questions they can always hit me up or i can always come back on or whatever just compile a bunch of questions and i'll tell you the truth about it yeah oh we would love that yeah. no they would love that as oh, well yeah of course and where can we five, find Five Most Wanted? Uh, you can, well, there's Five Most Wanted on on Facebook, which is 5MW. There's going to be links throughout my page. You can gotcha. look up Sean Casey. Uh, and you'll, you'll see links to all, all of the Five Most Wanted on my Facebook page, John Murray. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll let you go now. Thank you so much Thank for you your so time. Much. This, this has been, been fun. the funnest thing ever. It. <laughs> we'll take care and hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Have a great night. I look to it. <laughs> Bye. Alright, guys. So I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as we enjoyed recording it with Big John. Um, thank you again, guys, for reaching out to us. If you liked the interview, let us know. We would love to hear anything you guys have to say. Uh, we always love talking to you guys, so feel free to DM us message us tweet at us um feel free to follow us on twitter instagram like us on facebook also if you'd feel so inclined to give us a five star rating that would be great um but if you have any feedback at all for us we always love to hear it so don't feel afraid to reach out to us um otherwise i guess we'll see you guys next week for the reunion recap as well as probably the clip show. We're definitely wanting to cover the clip show where it kind of shows some unseen footage. There's a lot to discuss about that. Let me tell you, I can give you a quick preview about how Brett is <laughs> spanking Rodeo's butt and she farts. So <laughs> please stay tuned for that, guys, because you are not going to want to miss that. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate all of you, and we'll see you next time.